Hello everybody, I am FTA. I'm T-Bed. And welcome to another episode of Turkey Dazzle. Yes, friend, um, unfortunately we were unavailable to record an episode last week, but to make matters worse, we're now joined by McConaughey this week. You got the Spyro recording curse again. It's like, I'm here, so why not? Why not? Again, yeah. So yeah, we, we do apologize for not being around um, last week. I was really busy on Saturday. And on Sunday, again, we were driving to West Virginia to meet this mook hmm. to go to a really crappy fair. Oh, my God. I was very disappointed. I had really good memories of that as a kid. But back then, people were still alive who saw, air quote, the Mothman. So was, was the fair actually different, or were you just a stupid little kid who thought that fair was good? Probably that. Okay. <laughs> but also, after 17 years or however many of doing the Mothman Festival, I guess, what do you do? Mothman. You bring in Darth Vader. Bring in Darth They did. Yeah. And Kyle They Ren. did the shit out of that. They did. So, yeah, we have some footage. Um, so, again, in true FTS, <clears throat> if true FTSR fashion, about this time next year, I'll still be working on it. But um, yeah. we'll get that. If I can get my PC to fucking work correctly, I can I can knock that out in like a day. But um, we'll, we'll see when it, when it happens. In my mind, that would be like a vague documentary type thing, but it's mostly just us fucking around. So that should be a good you video. You know what I realized? We were so focused on fucking around that there was n- like no footage of the actual festival. I try to get some of it, but like <laughs> there's no good B roll really. But I'll do what I can. I think I, I got some really good B roll of a, a train going by. If you want me to send you that, sure. Um, it's the first time I've ever seen the train go through that town. <laughs> I I will probably uh, add some narration to it to make it look sound like we're actually doing something down there, um, and then I can just. Do some shit. We're dipping our toe into a water that's not ours because we're going to get a lot of people searching for the Mothman Festival that are into Mothman or like help run the festival shit. And our video is going to be there. And just mock the shit out of everything there. <laughs> yeah. Because like that's what happened with Subasicon. Because like our video was like weirdly slightly more popular than most Subasicon videos. Because Subasicon is a fucking terrible convention. Super and Super Mothman Festival. It's a terrible festival. It's a great place. Um, I'd recommend going. The price is free. If you want to see a small town fair in a different state than yours, or you know a different what, country, you know what I, I, I get the impression of with that Mothman Festival. It's like if that, if like, I would love to see an episode of Parks and Rec about them putting on a Mothman Festival, <laughs> like a cryptid festival. Like yeah, uh, just so okay. You guys was you guys you know, left. You two and Carlin kept saying that word on the festival. What the fuck is that? It's the what the it's the name for like urban legends. Krypton, cryptid, Krypton, cryptid. Krypton. Krypton. <laughs> Krypton. It's basically just like, you know, big. it's big. like a catch-all phrase for like yeah. Bigfoot, aliens. Oh, like Pokemon. The gotcha. Chupacabra. Pokemon. Um, yes, Pokemon. The Digimon. Bayonetta. Mothman Mon is a Digimon. Mothman Mon. Mothman Mon. Digimon. <laughs> Digivolve 2 Shit Festival Mon. Oh. With fire cream filled chocolate sandwich cookies. <laughs> You're really upset about this, fish, aren't you? Fish, go! I am, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty fucking salty about this. I can't blame you. I would be too. I feel sad just eating... The cotton candy was pretty good that you paid for. Cotton candy was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. It's in my belly! Don't it's eat, don't dissolving my intestines. It's pure sugar. Um, Sugar. Sugar. And water. More. More. <laughs> um... Do just some quick uh, housekeeping slash update. This week, um, pretty fair amount of stuff we did on one of the first things we did uh, earlier in the week. Uh, we recorded me, Stefan, and uh, patron DG Dungeon Master recorded mm. a uh, Scott Sanctuary. You said you say DC or DG? DC Dungeon uh, Master. I heard DG and got bad DG, flashbacks. DG, oh, um. Recorded the new Scott's actually almost two hours long. We talk about uh, a lot of comic books, comic comic movies, gig, games, all that type. Of, a lot of fun. Hopefully that that'll, that'll be up uh, as soon as Stefan gets me the audio. We can get that and get that up straight away. Um, we started recording the Wind Waker LP. Uh, me, Stephen, uh, MBM, and me, who recorded the footage. You did an amazing job. I I, <laughs> I can't fucking wait for you guys to see the footage. Just fucking hell um we did we did a handful of parts of that and we're gonna do more on monday in terms of t- today's been a pretty good day for recording earlier today uh me and jono did 
uh, we did a episode of Sonic Says where we interviewed Archie artist Diana Skelly. Which that's about roughly just under two hours, about an hour forty-five. After editing, it might be it probably be a bit shorter, but I think it went pretty good. Um, that'll be going. Uh, we don't have a set date for when Seth comes back. We we want to do a thing with Sonic Says and start using the websites of the podcast more. Where on SonicSays.com, we're gonna have for every episode that goes up, we're gonna have a companion article, most of which will probably be written by Jono. Let's hope with the first one, he's compiling a. a list of all of the merchandise which we go over some of it in the episode um and you've got pictures of pictures of it and the brief recaps of the issues themselves and a new thing um we want what we're going to do in the articles is have a day of all the issues we talked about what is uh, our standout moment for which the people involved in the article um so me and him should be getting together again at some point either this week or next to kind of finalize some of that stuff but we will be um uh, good to go. So at the moment, we now have three episodes of Says Recorded. A first episode where we go over the first three issues of IDW, give a brief um, recap of, of shit. We've recorded the first uh, episode where we talk about STC. We go through the first five issues of that and then our first interview of season two. Um, Subscribe to Sonic Says on iTunes, by the way. Well, now, I believe it's, it's technically now referred to Apple Podcasts, but yes, that's a good, good uh, branding. Please. I just did that, personally. Thank you. Please subscribe, and if you feel inclined, please uh, leave us a uh, review, preferably five stars, and a uh, comment about what you like about the thing, if there is anything. Um, so that's good. Then we finished, we just finished, about an hour or so ago, the Spiral the Dragon 3 OP, fucking finally. Finally. <laughs> Which is good because... After yeah, a long eight-hour session. Well, yesterday okay. it was funny because we were talking about, about the game, and I was like, Chris, how, how do you think we'll be able... Okay, let me backtrack. We had we had originally planned because the LP was going a bit long. We had decided to um, increase recording of each part to be about thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and we wanted to record for at least three hours to get about at least six parts, all thirty minutes, to get as as into the game as possible. And after that had been established, I said, Chris, you know, uh, do you think it's likely we'll be able to finish? Spiral um, through, and you said, I think your and text, I said yes, and that was all I no, said. Your text was something like, "There's a ninety-eight percent chance of no," and then and then you said, "We'll probably need about two sessions of this length to finish the game." So like, okay, fair enough. We get a good chunk of it done, and so we're recording today. We do we get well, we just start a part three. You know, things things are going pretty pretty good. Having some good banter, and then we're on the final boss, <laughs> and Chris is like, "Oh yes, yeah, in the game," and I was like, "Chris, are you sure? Because we've there's a point where where you where." We start going through a level we'd already fucking done in the OP, um, and Chris's like, "No, we haven't done this." And you see, you hear in the vid in the uh, part, I literally put up the part on my phone. And Chris, are we in this level? And you're like, "Yes." I did you all a favor. I. What were we talking about? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I shot for the stars, and we only made it to Mars. So, uh, so Spiral of the Dragon is now finished. Um, three is finished. Yes, it I feels finally like, killed him. It feels like a much longer recording. I slayed the dragon. Process than it probably actually was. Because it was it was only three sessions. I mean, like from start oh, to finish. now. Which, which had we known, we could if we'd have just gone a little bit further in both parts, we'd have been done in two sessions. Yeah, but oh well. Um, and then because because we finished early. We um, recorded a part of Simpsons. No, we didn't. <laughs> so, us, dude. so a while back, TJ and I, I think after the last time we did a Turkey Dazzle, we did one part of because we we had a very brief window of time, so we did one part of Simpsons quickly. And I guess for whatever reason, even though even though the game auto saves, the game did not save our our progress. And just before we started, TJ was like. I'm like, are you sure I saved last time? Because this looks weird. I'm like, shut the fuck up, TJ. You don't fucking know anything about anything in this fucking OP world. You I said, fucking prick. I said, yeah, TJ. I mean, Gareth. And then as soon as I uh, go to Grandpa's house, the message like, oh no, go to Otto and get the uh, school bus. Pretty sure we did that last time. My favorite part. My favorite part was Chris was talking, and I just looked at you. <laughs> And then you you looked at me with the like, Oops. and I looked at him. And she looked at me, but you looked at me with the like, oops, like <laughs> look, oops. And then of course Chris goes, "Are you just now realizing that you actually recorded the part?" Yep. 
So what we're thinking, and you know, I when when we when we started the Patreon, I always said I never wanted to um, gatekeep gate well gatekeep slash hide hide content behind the paywall. This podcast is different because this was an unlockable, you know, and this this isn't regular content from us. But I think the the I wouldn't even call it an exception, but I think that because we have that the original part, me and TJ did recorded. It's not edited yet, but I think I might. That might be a Patreon bonus, just because we didn't we didn't plan for it. But there's no point uploading two part tens to YouTube, you know. So I think. I mean, it would be part of the course for us. It could yeah. be, but especially with fucking the spiral play, this mook's doing fucking fucking. Um, so that would be an extra video for you guys um, to to partake in when that uh, goes out, and that is a true Patreon exclusive, you know. Um, which I, th- I think there was some pretty good stuff in that. Maybe, possibly. Um, I remember it being pretty funny. TJ's mm-hmm. cowlick just nodded, so that's probably a good sign. He's Superman. And so, yeah, um, and so I think that's for for us. Today's been a pretty good day, you know. We it's got for mousekeeping. Look, two... it's, it's Walking Phoenix, all right? <laughs> it's a new Walking Phoenix photo. See, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one who uses visual media on a. On a... No, guys, look, everyone at home, <laughs> look at my phone. Chris! <laughs> he looks angry in this one. Chris put up an image of uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker in the new uh, Joker movie. He looks like he wants to fuck. Well, he's a Joker, he always does. So, um, yo, th- this week, actually, he's been pretty good, pretty good week for FTC. We've got a lot of content. Um, Some might say that's our most productive month of the year. Day of the year. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and again, in terms of... LP, so Spyro is done. We're going to work on getting Simpsons done. Um, Little Sonic's being recorded. Same, <gasps> with, same with Zombies. Um, zombies, we're going to aim to get that up for Halloween. I will begin preparing a new project soon. Yes. Well, on, on this, we tend to tell people because they're paying the money. So we give them the behind the scenes. And goss, goss. re-editing Sonic 06. Uh, I'm putting Stevens 06 videos in the Premiere Pro and then exporting them and putting them on YouTube. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put the game explain logo in the corner. We upload it. Um, can we can we put the can we put the um uh, what was the name of that guy that you guys took footage from for the platform media trailer? Oh, Johnny Fox. Johnny Fox. <laughs> Johnny, Fox. <laughs> Johnny Fox in the corner. No well, one puts Johnny Fox in the, the corner. corner. So we'll say you know coming up on uh, this November is the tenth anniversary of a a particular Sonic game, and as people know us, we we like our tenth anniversaries. On uh, Boy, do I love Spitball. Chris, do you want to say what 10th anniversary game is coming up? Sonic Unleashed. Hey! Which version? HD. Hey! Xbox 360. Oh. Okay. That's a no That's not good. Um, Chris, so, so we're gonna we aim, talked about this. We're going to aim to have that be our big uh, anniversary game. Uh, Shadow will happen at some point, probably next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, How's Shadow going? You've had my Wii U for. You always give these updates. A year now. You always give the updates. You know, we're talking about Shadow. It's got. You know, what you're I have. The people want to know. <laughs> I just want to play some Smash Bros. I have a, a bunch of of footage, and on Friday I went because I think the last time I did a recording session for semi. Either semi hero or semi or pure hero to finish off that that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the f- footage is a bit weird. It's it's quite pixelated and there's no audio, <laughs> so there's like three levels. I don't usable. have good stuff. Yeah, usable. So, usable for us. So I went on Friday yesterday. I went to record it, but then I realized I took Shadow off to put Sonic Heroes on uh... for the stream. So I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm gonna use I'm gonna use what what I have. I have enough to do most of the fucking LP, um, and if if need be, I can just you know get someone to quickly record a level. Get it? B, like B movies. That was last year. You you, you chopped with that. No one makes B movie jokes anymore. Nobody puts B movie in the <laughs> corner. Hang. Uh, Bayonetta's and smashing. Wolf wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You let us in your basement, really? <laughs> yeah, but you... you don't get to leave. Did you... Did you listen to the new um, last podcast? Yeah. No. <laughs> Henry does the um, he does the hypnotist. 
um, joke again where he just he just he's that like making fun of hypnotists. And he's like, he's like oh, now you're a chicken. Now you're smoking. Now you're not smoking. And Ben just goes, excuse me, sir, I'm a smoking chicken. Could you at least make me either non-smoking or not a chicken? <laughs> Good content. Um, so, yeah, I think, and then for the upcoming week, I know on Monday we are scheduled to do more Windmaker. Um in terms of those type of LPs. So currently, in terms of LPs still in the can, or Ooh. still in the works, rather, we have Simpsons Hit and Run, Rayman 2, Windmaker, and Last of Us. Ice Team. The plan for those is, uh, TJ and I, whenever we can, we will just work on Simpsons, try and get that done as soon as possible. Um, we are currently working on Windmaker, because all of the footage for that is recorded. Um, and we're going to... I, I assume we'll probably just... For the next few weeks, we'll just pick a day and we'll just record a bunch of footage. And we probably in about four or five weeks, that LP will be recorded. Rayman, um, uh, Stephen is busy with with IRL work. Um, he said probably he won't have time to do any more work on Rayman until like the second week of October. Do you remember? Yeah. So we might probably just end up working on Windmaker until it's done and then we'll go and finish Rayman. And then when both Windmaker and Rayman are done, uh, Stephen, Miwa, and myself will go Was back to um, doing more Last of Us. Deborah. Which will give me an excuse to go back and play that game. And that game is fun. Joel Ellie, there's a zombie. Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> well, think... Why is the dog naughty? <laughs> I think for Housekeeper, I think that's pretty much everything. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Please do. Um, think. Delete your Patreon pledge. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. That in terms of other games, I know. I think Stefan was. If the next game for him, he wants to do Mad World, which will give me an excuse to finally play, play that game. And then we we have our panel fan jam Ooh. in November that we need to plan out and get shit done for. But that that'd be good. We we plan to film. Um, obviously the panel. And do a little like video up of the day because there's a lot of guests there we can you know get for hopefully a few minutes ask a few questions um, because we will probably also do a set when we're up there just because we're going to be there for a few days. Um, Bobby may or may not be there even if, if even if he's not, we can do a Sonic says with us three and and McConnell's man. We can guest sit in if work yeah. lets me go. I'm hoping yeah, they Bobby. do. Yeah, I'll be Bobby. Wait, so so is there a chance you may not be able to go? Yes. Same, actually. I, I applied for my days off, but um, I have not had it. My work has a new thing where, like, it's, it's, you have to, you have to apply within, like, a month, or what have you. Mm. Mine, we have a request calendar, and literally it's a gigantic X through the month of November that says, no request off for November. So we'll see how that goes. So then just, just don't say you're sick. I'll probably do that. But like, I'm dead. See you Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. What if we could do a Sonic Says, but get all the comic people on to Sonic Says, and then not talk about the comic and just talk about other shit? Uh, that would be a scheduled nightmare to get every one of those. Love the, no, no, just grab Adam Bryce Thomas and be like, so Star Fox. And he'll be like, I'm really glad Wolf wasn't in the Wii U one. It just let me try out some of the other characters, like Bayonetta. She's pretty good. Have you tried her, TJ? You like Smash? I'm a really good artist. Did you know that? You are, Adam Bryce Thomas. Thank you. But you have bad opinions. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Mark Bagley. Fuck you. <laughs> Jim That's Mash? What's Jim Mashin? This is why I'm not on Sonic Says. What? This is why you should be on this channel at all, you mook. <laughs> like how you, you've been cycling through your insults today. <laughs> So you almost said pleb, and you were like, oh, wait. It was the Scott used... Pilgrim thing where it landed between two. It was like, you pull mook. Plumook. You, pl- you pluk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, in, you know, I guess for a topic, and this is good that, I guess, Chris, something that happened recently, uh, I guess yesterday, was... Yeah, they just killed off Yakuza. They killed off Yakuza, and uh, they, uh, Telltale Games went bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way to go, TJ. Oops. Oops. I, I, I was walking through a building, and there was a switch, and it said, don't don't press that switch. 
or else Telltale Games is going to be bankrupt. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay, I won't. And then somebody said, turn off the lights. I said, okay. <laughs> that was a little awkward because I don't know if we want to talk about license to chill stuff, but I was probably going to do one of their games. Oh yeah, yeah. But now the whole thing aren't they? Aren't they long? Like, I mean, like, like it was like, going to be like an end of night per night thing. Like, oh, here's episode one, one night, two the next, just okay. like after everyone else is done. I think was kind of what I was thinking. Okay, well, which which game are you lean towards, Walking Dead? I was thinking Wolf Among Us because everyone talks about Walking Dead. Is that an, is that an actual license thing though? Yeah, Wolf Among Us? it's comic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I said but, the same thing. I remember having this conversation. Yeah, I, I do too. Oh, is but, it, isn't it Fable? Fable? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but now it's a little awkward thinking about it. Like this will be next year when we do this, obviously. Yeah. But it's like, oh yeah, oh. It's it's a thing because um, uh, before we started recording uh, Spyro, you and I were talking about it when we were waiting for TJ to get here, and it's just like apparently you were saying that. After Walking Dead season one, all of their games have, have not turned the profit, and apparently Batman just fucking tanked. There was some game where everything after that they just never turned a profit. Yeah, it's constant losses. Gets to a point where it's just like, shut, maybe stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like if you do game after game with with no profit, then yeah, they're bo- just going to hemorrhage costs. They ballooned up too bigly, and they tried to downsize. They laid off a quarter of their staff. I heard that as well. I yeah, I got that. I got that. <laughs> fuck <laughs> they laid off a quarter of their staff in like February or March to get down to like 275 or something they were at 400 which is fucking insane but it was just too late apparently For a company that that has the output like um amount 400 and especially for games that no 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 disrespect to it's cause they, they output they technically output a lot oh really I guess cause it's they always like, had something coming out no disrespect to them, but if you have a company of 400 and your games are still that fucking buggy, like, what are these people doing? The little murmurings that come out were that they knew, like I told you, that ne- Wolf Among Us Season 2 is supposed to have the new engine, and mm. like, I guess for years there was some talk of like, we really need to do this, and it was like, yeah, yeah, and the people who would okay that decision for them to work on that instead never, <clears throat> you know, got that going. So. But it's just weird because, like, uh, Telltale games, they you know they typically get decent to good um, reviews. You know, obviously praising the the, the writing. Mm-hmm. I guess you said that it's crazy to go back to like an early Walking Dead game, but there's actual gameplay there's, as opposed to what there's happens. There's some light mechanics, yeah. Later on, but it's like if if and but typically they would get you know dings on things like choppy performance, you know, frame rate going to hell. Yeah, early bugs, on, glitches, it, that type of thing. Like if yeah. if if you as a company. Are known for like you know for your great storytelling, but your glitchiness, fucking work on that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think of the um, there's some group that split off from them and made their own thing. Um, they made that Firewatch game. That was the first person thing where you're out in the woods. Uh, well, they just got bought by Valve. Okay. So they're now like so. So now they're will, financially secure. So but, now they will never release anything ever again. Apparently not. But yeah, it's I. Apparently, all their shit was just bad management from everything that's been coming out. Well, I, I which saw is a shame. I saw a comment on Twitter where it's just like, obviously, you know, not you know, not casting anything against all the employees who lost their their jobs without pay, and they only have health insurance for another week. A lot of them Once can't, you, can't afford to live where they are anymore. Mostly and, had nothing to do with this, yeah. And basically, someone made a comment on Twitter that, that I it it struck a chord with me. It's like companies don't go bankrupt overnight. The, the, the higher-ups clearly fucking knew this was coming mm-hmm. and, and chose to, A, not do anything or tell anyone. So, obviously, I feel, I feel nothing but empathy for, you know, 250 people who lost their jobs. And I guess some of them may not be able to fucking... Because I, I, there was a point where apparently, like, you know, where they live, things are expensive, and I guess the pay they got wasn't the creative, so a lot of them were living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so I feel bad for all those people now just fucked. But it's like the, the upper management, like, you guys are fucking pieces of shit. Reminds me of the classic, I don't know how this mentality is in, say, Britain, but America is like, you got to give your workplace two weeks' notice if you're going to quit. But so many workplaces will have no issue just dropping you out of nowhere. Luckily, well, we, Ohio is a, a, Ohio is one of the few states where you, you can just be like, fuck you, I quit. And, like, there's no repercussion. Because it's a, it's a at-will state, is what they call it. Which means that... We won't have to give notice, but conversely, oh, employees don't have to give notice either. Yeah, I walked out of a job with no notice, but like, oh, like you know, it's you, like the mentality thing. It's like you're not supposed to do that because you're supposed to be a good worker. 
Mm. TJ, don't quit your second job. When are you quitting your second job? I'm not I'm not quitting my second job. Ever? I don't know about ever, but right now. EverQuest 2? <clears throat> pizza Quest 6? Uh, <laughs> quest for Pizza Quest. Pizza Shock. Part 43. 74. Oh. Everyone's favorite miniseries in FTCR, Pizza Quest. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I, I wonder in, in if, if you do a poll about what people hated more. Pizza Quest or our gameplay in our Poil Poil Tetris uh, All-Stars Gaming video? Pizza Quest lasted longer, that, but I do want to see this poll. But, but the amount, like, you know, obviously, you know, we're fucking, sh- we don't ever claim to be our shit, like, good, really, but ROPs we, are the best OPs on we got a lot of shit for how we play Poil Poil, which, which I don't want to pass the buck, literally the first time I've, I've ever played that game. Like, literally the first time I've ever touched it. But apparently, like, um, we got a lot of shit. It's like, you guys can't yeah. do anything wrong. It's just like, you're right, I can't. These people better watch out when this I import... This is the first time I fucking played this game. When I import Puyo Puyo Esports for us to play, these <gasps> people better fucking watch their backs, because we're going to show them up. Oops, yeah, you bastards. Oops. Oops. So I guess, uh, Chris, you fall into the unlucky position of having uh, bought a season pass for the final season of Walking Dead. Yeah. Of which I guess four out of six episodes, only two, you only be receiving two? Yeah, two comes out in, I don't know when this goes live, but Tuesday, the 25th, whatever that day that is. Oh, yeah, 25th. Yeah, so I don't know. I bought it because there was a really good deal. You got the Walking Dead collection, if you pre-look at it, mm-hmm. which is season one, two, three, and that um, Michonne thing. Plus all the little extra DLC episodes they had. So like, that's a lot of stuff for $20. All in one system. All your shit carries through. I was like, okay. That, yeah. For $20 plus I get the $20 final thing. And I want to see how it ends. I was like, yeah. Okay, I never got season three. Sure. So I guess I get episode two and... No. They have not said what happens next. Telltale's statement was stupid anyway. Because they're like, it's with a sad heart that we watch... All our friends and colleagues go away. It's like, yeah, real fucking sad. He couldn't tell them until the literal minute you fired them. Or give them a severance pay, you pieces of shit. You know, or see the writing on the wall and cut it early to give them a severance pay. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't really care about not getting the game, frankly, because whatever. You know, to me, the twenty dollar value was fine with the collection. Weirdly, I don't think that's the stance anyone should have. Just I personally feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think everyone else should probably be pretty pissed at the management about that. I wonder, I wonder if, if that's something through... Uh, Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, that, that you can just get your refund that way. I wonder if that... It's weird, too, because then they just announced Season 1 of Walking Dead for Switch. Really? I wonder if you can pre-order... That'd probably be easier to get your pre-order money back on, because nothing's been released yet. Well, see, but... for, for stuff like that, I mean, I mean, because technically the company but... has not has not folded. Like, they still has a small skeleton crew. So, I mean, if that was already in the works, I could see them, you know, re-releasing shit. Yeah. It's a quick way to make, you know, a last bit of dredge of money. You just have to be okay with knowing if you buy season one on Switch, that's the end of the story. Which, arguably, maybe that's okay. Because uh, the later seasons, people are really mixed on. Oh, really? Yeah. Personally, I felt really middle about season two. That's why I skipped season three. Uh-huh. Um, season two left me in a weird place. It's hard... To go off real quick, season one made me feel good, and it was like I remember when the first season of the actual show made me feel this way. Like I remember when video games were magic. I, this is more about The Walking Dead property. I was like, this is actually, uh, you know, an interesting story. I care about the characters. It ended at a nice point where I don't feel like it needs to go on, being the main thing, as opposed to The Walking Dead show. Then season two, yeah, it just kind of kept going and. Characters went in weird directions I didn't think they'd go. Just like the show. Just like the show. You can't protect them, Rick. Yeah, season... You can't protect them, Rick. You yeah. can't protect them, Red. Yeah, so it's, I'm yeah. the Punisher. So I'll probably oh, play the through. baby driver for six seconds. That really annoyed TJ. <laughs> My name was on the poster and he bought a ticket just for me like a fucking idiot. It said with John Hamm, not starring John Hamm. Fucking bacon. No, I'm talking about John Hamm. Which one was it? John White. John Beckinsale. Michael Sarah. Lou Catanzaro. John Beckinsale. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale's brother. You know, from the Underworld movies. You should have made his name John Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> John Bayonetta. John and Kate plus eight Beckinsale. <laughs> Beckinsale. <laughs> 
Beckinsdale. <laughs> Jonah Cate plus eight Beckinsdale, the Sister Wives. Hyper Turbo Remix Edition DX Arcade Edition. Featuring no. Dante from Devil May Cry series and Knuckles. They gotta add it to Smash just to put that on the same. Speaking of that shit, did you, did you see the, um, the, uh, Dante gets to use the Mega Buster? Dude, no. I don't know, that's, that's fucking sweet. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. Reminds me of Dead Rising when you can get the Mega Buster and just go around shooting people. My favorite thing about that trailer is at various points when they have, like, Shots that look like you know the same look as the Mega Man game would be like camera angle like altered in trailer to make it look more cinematic. Like fucking just don't. Be, I had I always find it funny when when that shit is is in, is in a trailer. Like especially if, if the trailer is like CG, but like you know does not contain game footage. Like that part, Smash Brothers trailer. Part of me wants to be like no fucking shit, but this is America. There's bound to be some. But like the fucking those people who tried to file a um class action lawsuit. Against Warner Brothers for Suicide Squad, we were, we thought the Joker would be more movie because the trailer's made him look important. Look, I counted the words. The Joker said thirty-eight words in the trailer. <laughs> That's culturally <laughs> relevant. Um, we we gotta rise up. We live in a society, Chris. <laughs> Different Joker. <laughs> Different Joker. I don't want to know this Joker. Well, I can Phoenix. I'll meet that Joker. <laughs> he looks like a happy clown. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, rest in peace, Telltale. Well, yeah, they enclosed you. They're still working on that rest, ne- that Netflix Minecraft thing. Rest in peace, the 250 employees of Telltale. Then. Yeah, that dude. Apparently, like, it's... Apparently, other companies have been kind of... Picking yeah. up people, when, which, you know, that makes you... That's a good, you know? That stuff, yeah, that usually happens when that... Yeah. Also, uh, rest in peace, Capcom Vancouver, who made Dead Rising 2 through 4. They were killed the same week. Why? Any, any particular reason? Um, no one liked Dead Rising 4, and they made that Puzzle Fighter phone game no one liked. And I guess Capcom just said we're going to bring development more into Japan, now that Capcom's, like, fucking on firing all cylinders now. Wasn't there a thing where, they didn't they, like, fight, it might have been Capcom or somebody else who fired their, like, head of fighting games and replaced them with someone else? That could be Capcom. That sounds familiar. Some like something I picked. I picked up on. I think it was. It was. It was after like um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Everyone hated Street Fighter uh, Five. People have been pretty lukewarm to. Yeah. Okay. So I guess they were like, you obviously don't know what the fuck you're doing anymore. So we're gonna fire you and bring in someone else to do yeah. shit. It's a shame for that um, Capcom studio though, because um, they had a project and it got canceled, and they were also working on a smaller Dead Rising to try to have something else going. So, I think. They also had layoffs at some point, but they've had a lot of other bad shit happen too, kind of like Telltale, and it's just like, pull the plug. I think the saddest one is uh, Sega Australia. <laughs> they made fucking um, uh, the Mickey That's Mouse Cars yeah. Revolution. Like, yeah. good game. Fucking cancel. <laughs> Close you down. Yeah. Game dev sucks. <laughs> I don't envy anyone who wants to get into game development. No, but um, this is, you know what? Someone's talking about all the, all the you say Capcom was back in form made me think of Streets of Rage 4. Mm. This takes me back to a while, like years ago, when we did, on All-Stars Gaming, we did a failed run of Streets of Rage. And we were talking about how so didn't, many... we, didn't we get to the end of the game and die and just give up? Yeah, no, I, I, I gamed over on the final boss. <laughs> right. Bye, TJ. See you, TJ. TJ had to work a thousand hours this week. So he's going home. Teacher just really likes to walk out of stuff when I'm here. Yeah. You piece of shit. I think secretly he doesn't actually like, like me. Literally, it just hit me. I have to. Bye, Theodore. Bye, Theodore. Bye. Janet. Jackson. Roosevelt. Theodore. Banner. <laughs> John Beckinsale. Anyway, now that he's gone, we can talk about the real shit. Janet Beckinsale. Have you ever seen Teacher's Cowick? <laughs> It looks like Superman. If he had a bad haircut. Alien? <laughs> Alien? <laughs> um, the Suits Rage 4. Yeah, so it, it, it made me think of was, you know, back in, this was about three years or so ago. Yeah. Where we were saying how so many of their IP are tailor-made for arcade games. Like, just make a fucking, you know, like, online-only Streets of Rage or Golden Axe or Knights. And, it, you know, and there was that thing You where, mean, like, digital distribution? Yeah, digital distribution. Yeah, yeah. Where, um... And it was that thing where, like a year or so ago, 
Sega made that commitment saying like we're committed to bringing back our old IPs. Like you know, mm. we've listened to fans, you know, you know, we've heard the fans, blah blah blah. And it sounds like they're you know, I think Streets of I think Streets of Rage is is the perfect one of these franchises to kind of test the board with. That one's a little awkward because Sega's kind of just um, okaying that. They're like licensing the IP out, kind of like Shenmue Three. Oh really? So they're not really involved with that. That studio came to them with a pitch, kind of like uh, Mania team did i guess in a way even but with less still, sega backing but yeah yeah even so the fact that they okayed it is because mm-hmm. we've heard things in the past where like people have, have pitched them new gesture radios and shit and they just turned yeah. it down so um we're in a period now when that new sega ceo take over april 1st 2015 it was like the grandson of the old ceo or something maybe i'm not there was sure. there was some point where like a young guy took over and basically said like we're going to try to make sega what people want yes 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 and i feel like you know we're probably seeing a lot of that come to fruition now i feel like aside from sonic team i feel pretty good about a lot of sega stuff nowadays you know uh because it's good they got a lot of good re-releases coming out that shenmue collection collection, uh shenmue 3 you know again valkyria chronicles 4 comes out tuesday just licensed out there's new house of the dead game coming out um i think arcades only but there's a new house of the dead game space channel 5 vr yeah Uh, there was a new daytona last year Mm-hmm. Um, mania, just, mania, of course. Mania. Mania. Um, it just kind of keeps going. I think um, people maybe don't appreciate it now, but I think in a few years, people look back and be like, yeah, there's a lot of cool Sega shit going on. I think... Uh, They're kind of doing what people have been asking for, I, I think. I think Forces may just be the one black mark. It's weird that now Sonic Team's the, yeah, the one odd outlier. Well, they, well, they've always, you know, there's uh, people, you could argue people would be like, Sonic Team never, were never the, the mm. golden... Ch- I mean, it's like, let's say in the last 10 yeah. years, in the last roughly 10 years or so, I mean, I mean, that I, kind of had the resurgence, though. That's where it gets awkward for me, because like the Unleashed Colors Generations thing. Critically, I think most people wouldn't say that. Like, it was like Colors and Generations, but like the the two punch of like, generally speaking, both of those games were, were had really greatly reviewed. Mm-hmm. Unleashed was still mixed because of the Warehog. Yeah, it was just kind of the ramp up in the last yeah. ten years. But um, it's weird that we went from that to where we are now. I think is what I'm trying to get at with Sonic Team, where everything else is like. You know, you can see the quality improving. Mm-hmm. Sonic Team's just kind of like fizzled out in like a okay, I guess place. Yeah, Team was... Sonic Racing looks kind of. <laughs> That's not Sonic Team. The fact but... that that comes out in like um, it's scheduled for like Christmas, and we still have no information, no nothing about it. It's... I, I watched the TGS stream uh, the other night, and it was just all the stuff they've been showing for months. Like just, you can intuit the fourth team, you know, Eggman, Metal Sonic, and that new character, probably. We've seen Ice Track, Spagonia, Planet Wisp. Planet Wisp, yeah. And that's it? Which, again, I, I have no interest. I, I, don't, I don't plan to get this game. Yeah, um, I, I still might. I don't know. I, I still haven't nearly done enough stuff in all, in, all sides, right? In, in Transformed. Like, I, I want to, again, I have such a big fucking backlog. I want to play more old old games um, um, I just had a sad realization what's that I think I'd be more excited if they put Transformed out again on new consoles with a few new characters and tracks than Team Sonic Racing 60 frames and finally gives take away Sonic's fucking sent them out yeah if they just put out like a deluxe version or whatever I'd probably be more excited that's yeah. really sad to say but that's kind of how I feel just add more characters yeah yeah a few new tracks get some of those characters Wreck it Ralph again well, I mean, you got to have Vanilla Beef on sweets now. <laughs> you know, got to tie in with the new movie. We're going to have all the Disney princesses. Doesn't that movie look fun, Chris? <laughs> the newest trailer is the best trailer, but it's not saying much. They they, they they finally decided to say, like, oh, right, yeah, this movie has a plot. Um, Here's a vague hint. I was like, okay. That's Rick Astley. You know, so it doesn't make... The plot to me doesn't make much sense. Like, so the characters themselves... I'm gonna go on the internet to buy, uh, to buy like the handle for Sugar Rush. As if the arcade manager is so incompetent he can't do that himself. I'm sure there's something like he's just going to take it out. But also, 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 if the characters can just come out a thing into the station and then go into the internet and do whatever, couldn't they just go into the internet and out at a different arcade where those characters exist? Or that game is see that that's that's the that's the thing with, with Wreck It Ralph. If you kind of if you kind of I um, guess if you take a step back and analyze any Disney movie, it's it's like Cars. 
If you take if you take five seconds to think about cars, <laughs> nothing in that universe makes any fucking sense. Yeah, I just Ben's been obsessed with Cars Three because it is mm. on Netflix. And I thought I watched it, I'm just like, like, why are they fucking like? What if Wendy McQueen was just nice to the yellow car? You know what? My, you know what my issue with Wendy McQueen is he's Owen Wilson. He's a fucking wimp. I don't remember Cars Three that well. Guys, for me, it's like it's the one where like he's, he's the old man and all the fucking millennials are coming in and they're better than him and he's really upset about it. Yeah, it, it, it it's not bad. It's not like I mean I I, I feel I, like their premise was actually pretty good and I wish they had executed it better because like the idea of like oh we're retiring you know the fucking marketing mass toy brilliance of Lightning McQueen. The teaser was great. Yeah, the fucking teaser of just his like his like his body like fucking yeah. It in there. From this point on, everything will change. That was a fucking good teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, the movie, like the movies, are still right. It's like I haven't seen Cars two. Everyone says Cars two is like a fucking like the worst Pixar movie bar none. Mm. I always thought the first Cars was like just good. Like it's okay. Like it ain't great. It's very Cars. Cars, cars got retroactively hated because of two. I think Cars to me felt like a DreamWorks movie. Yeah. Good, ad- good, good animation. Like cliche as fuck plot. Mm-hmm. Like let me like. Uh, like most most uh, Pixar movies, you know, like you know, if if you break down the actual story, not nothing too like mind breaking, and a lot get pretty similar. But they they've not they're hardly ever as fucking cliche or like you can tell from second one what the fuck's gonna happen in this movie. And kind of low brow as cars. Yes, Not really. Yeah, and also cars. Cars was the first movie where they kind of just like celebrities, fucking celebrities everywhere. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, you know. um it, it it felt like a Pixar movie. And at the time, Pixar movies were like, they, 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 sorry, DreamWorks movies at the, at the time were like, they're good, but they're not in Pixar's class. And, mm-hmm. and Cars was the first one where I was just like, there's a few good moments in it. That's not a terrible movie, but I was yeah. like, it's all right. It's about fucking Cars. I don't care. You just kind of watch and go, okay. You never saw Cars 2. Again, everyone just says it's fucking terrible. Um, Cars, Cars 3, I, I was just like, you know what? It's it's sorry, It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not. It, I don't hate it from what I understand. Fucking like everything with Mater in the second one is just like, please kill me. I don't remember the second um, one. Yeah. Mater's usually. Cars three feels like, um, in a way, it feels like they want to make amends for Cars two. Like, I, I guess Cars two and crazy with like secret agents and all that shit. And they're like, Michael Caine is like a like, yeah, you kind of. And thing. it's like let's let's bring it back a little bit. You yeah. know, uh, I mean, like it's. It's it's stupid to say this, but like, let's make it more realistic than like the first cars was, because mm-hmm. you know the thing about the first cars is is that if you just replace it with just make them humans about driving, yeah, that could work. Like it, it like imagine if there was a fucking like a cars was featured humans and it was just like you know the Lightning McQueen was a guy and he yeah. had this red car and he drove all you know all that shit, and then in, in the second one. His fucking redneck friend he makes is suddenly a secret agent. You'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" You'd be like, "Why are you making a movie about this guy?" And what? Yes. Yeah, so why is this called Cars Two and not like Billy the Bills? Billy the Bills Spy Adventure. And so it, it feels like sometimes sometimes this happens with with trilogies where say if this, oh, like this movie series in general like if one movie isn't particularly good but they still made money because Cars movies made fucking shit lots of money still do in in a sense you, you could feel like uh, maybe Lassiter you know glad he's gone uh, would, would have been like I don't want to because apparently the first Cars was a, was like yeah, that was personal. his very close story to him um, and so it, it even though he, he even though he did not direct three mm-hmm. it's possible he would be like I don't want to like tarnish the cars brand in a way, and so let's take three. You know, make it more of a, like a quote unquote human story. Make it more, you know, have actual character in there. Like it's it's fine. I've seen far worse movies than Cars Three, but just like it doesn't. Yeah. It's nowhere near a fucking Toy Story or like Incredibles. Like it doesn't even come close. But yeah. it's it's. I just think the setup's really good, and I feel like they kind of wasted it a little bit. There's not a lot of plot in Cars Three. It's like you know, it looks good. There's a less nice character moments and stuff, but it's it's just like. Nothing it really is. Most of it is just lightning racing or and training. Yeah, the training stuff and complaining. Like that's a lot of. And my thing is, so I guess the the, the doc character is his mentor. Yeah, which I guess his actor died after the first one came out, and I guess in the second one, they don't really address it. Yeah, from what I understand, from what I understand, 
And then in the third one, they make a big thing of, you know, like, he's, he's dead somehow, they which I guess cars, and, like, they reference he's not... They, yeah. they never say he's dead, but, you know, the way they speak about him, he's clearly not there anymore. Yeah. Um, so, like, he winds up in, like, his hometown kind of thing. He tra- he finds, like, uh, HUD's trainer and stuff. But the thing that gets me, so the place where it starts, I guess their village, like, Radiator Springs or what have you. Yeah. So, HUD's vehicle, like, because, I, you know, I knew of the character of HUD, what have you. In the beginning, the um, lightning keeps talking. Like, this is for you, Hud. Like, oh, I wish you could have seen this, Hud. Mm-hmm. When in radiate, when they're in Radiator Springs, there's like a police car, which which hashtag for my money, his design looks a lot like Hud. So having not seen cars in like years, oh. part of me was just like, there, Duck, his name's Duck. Like, oh, there he yeah, is. Duck like, Hudson, yeah. it's like, why are they acting like he's dead for he's fucking there? Like, what are you fucking stupid? He's fucking there. <laughs> Or to later, I was like, "Oh no, wait, that's that's a different character who <laughs> just looks almost identical to the fucking character who died." <laughs> There's also a weird moment where um, yeah. when, when when they when they track down like all the old cars, where I guess that they wanna they wanna bring in some kind of real real world allegories of like you know the female car who like wasn't allowed to they wouldn't give me a fucking number so I did anyway. Yeah, and she turns to one of the other cars and it's like you know it's like you know if we if we would have waited. We never would have got on a. I forget the character name. Like a Jimmy, Jimmy was like, yeah, you know, we had, we had to make a stand for ourselves, and the car is it's like a is like a dark gray, and this this might this might be me reading in, into it, but to me it feels like the kind the kind of trying to do some allegory of like uh, the way women and like African Americans were treated in in sport in sports like back mm-hmm. in the day that thing, but the reason why that doesn't work is just like that's a paint job. <laughs> We see Lightning McQueen, like, it still because if, if that's what they're going for, because then the character who, again, I might be completely wrong on this, so if, if I am, like, <laughs> I, I apologize, but, like, it, that's what it feels, feels like to me. Mm. But the character who says that is, like, a very dark gray, but the car next to him is literally black. Mm. So I'm, but I think I'm also like, if, if you are doing some, because I'm like, why, why is this male car seems to be like, yeah, we have to do it for ourselves if, if it's been kind of established that it's just women who had a problem with it. So I was like, that, one, that doesn't make any sense. Two, it's like, if if there is such a thing as racism in the Cars universe, mm-hmm. they've changed, like, Lightning McQueen changes his colour, like, all the time. It's like, Cars, yeah. cars 3 ends with him getting a paint job and becoming blue. Racing cars get special privilege. So I'm, it's accepted. I was like, what are you trying to say? With the, and there's, there's a thing where they also reference the fact that they did the training. They did it under the uh, the shine of the moon. And they're trying to say this to the, the lightning to like, this is how we train. And lightning's like, what? I what? forgot a lot of this stuff. And yeah. someone just screams, we, we ran moonshine, dummy. Which, that's a thing in, in American history where, you know, when, when alcohol was outlawed, they had moonshine. So yeah. are you trying to fucking tell me that in the Cars universe... Alcohol was fucking made illegal, and cars ran moonshine. Like, no. like in the 1920s in the Prohibition era, it was a huge deal for the Cars universe. The thing you have to look at, nothing in this universe makes you have sense, to, Chris. You have to accept that our universe and the Cars timeline are parallel. We experience all the same shit. They're just cars. And as for the paint job thing, yeah. But you're probably not supposed to look into it because it's but, a good movie. But your points are good. But like, why? Why do it? That that's the, like, if, like, I mean, like, there's probably a better way to do what they were trying to do. Someone on the storyboard team probably really believed in that, and they're like, okay, it's a good thing to do. We believe in the message. Let's go with it. And it doesn't work. But <laughs> but we're Pixar, and we should you know use our platform. Maybe I'm being too optimistic here. Maybe they were just like, this will look good. But it, it, it doesn't make any sense because kids won't understand it. Or will they? No! Because mm. no! <laughs> that aside, though, I remember thinking, in general, that was a nice touching scene for Mr. Hudson. I, I like the scene afterwards where, like, Lightning's like, you know, if I don't you know, if I don't win this race, the big race at the end, like, I can't race anymore because of his thing of his sponsor, what have you. Mm. It's like, you know, I don't want to end up like Doc, because, you know, after he, he stopped racing, uh, his life was over, essentially. And the, yeah. the guy he meets was like, oh, is that what you think? And he takes him into this it was like, you know, me and Doc hadn't spoken in 50 years, but as soon as he started training you, mm-hmm. like, he gets sends him all these letters. It's like, you know, like, he loved, like, ra- like Doc loved racing, but the high point of his life was you. That was the one that got me a little bit. And I was, that was the one where it's like, am I feeling something about a Cars movie right now? 
And I, I, and it was like, I like that. Yeah. There was, there's one joking cause for me that kind of makes me laugh. Just one. Just, just one. <laughs> it's, it's when they're on a beach and his trainer, Cruz, is like, wants him to use the treadmill. And that was it. And they're complaining. Yeah. And, and Lightning McQueen just goes, life's a beach and then you drive. Which is, but there's a moment where like he's, he's like, there's two cars next to him and after like a second one goes, oh, I get it. That was funny. Like, and then Lightning goes, thank you. Like, you know, like <laughs> if he had just said the line, it's the fact that there's like, Oh, I guess. Mm. <laughs> like, okay. How do cars? How do cars procreate? Do cars have parents? They order one online. No, that's that's the robots movie. Oh, you don't get Aunt Fanny, the big booty aunt. See, it is, see I'm, su- I'm surprised they didn't change that because, like, if they if that would have been like however giant robot vagina, I'd be like, well, um, how about no? It's a kids movie. I'd probably like that movie more if it was that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, Chris, is pretty okay. Chris wants to fuck a robot. That's a thing. Robophilia. Oh my god. Have you, did you see Incredibles 2? I just never got around to it. Surprisingly, adult big sound movie. I've heard that. And I've also heard it was kind of disappointing. I don't agree with that. Something with the villain being kind of. <laughs> villain, villain isn't great. I'll, I'll grant you that. The, I think the problem is. Is this so enjoyable, though? I loved it. I thought it was okay. really good. I, that I makes me feel better about I it. I don't want to... I don't want to... Spoil it. I don't... See, this. I kind of lightly got the idea and like... Well, no, see, I don't... I don't... I don't want to... I want to... I want to say something about about the movie, but I don't want to, like... I, I don't... I don't plan to, like, tell you what happens in the movie. Yeah. But I don't... Mm, Spoiler warning for Incredibles 2. Oh, do you mind if I say something? Sure. Okay, so... I won't, if I really cared, I probably would have said right. I, I, I won't say who the villain is, but like, the, the reveal of the villain is, is, is a twist. I've had that spoiled for me. Okay, yeah. So I, I'll just say there is a twist on who the villain is. Mm-hmm. And I read this this uh, like article, and it made me uh, agree with it, which is like, back in like, when the first Incredibles came out, or back in the day, like, you just have, you know, this Batman, this Joker, mm-hmm. you know, like, clearly defined hero and villain. Yeah. But in, like, the last few years, there's been this kind of a shift of, oh, it's twist. Like, twist, like, surprise twist villains. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that, that that can work. That, you know, that can be, like, holy shit, fuckballs. But sometimes it's it's good just to have, like, I'm Syndrome. I'm going to fuck you up. I fell into the um, rabbit hole of YouTube uh, movie essays written by teenagers <laughs> And there's one about how Disney's twist villains don't work, and how a lot of early Pixar ones did it all right, and a lot of recent Disney ones have tried to force one. Yeah, and this might fall in line with that a little bit. I mean, I did. I I, I think that may have been where I had it spoiled. Actually, I I didn't mind the uh, reveal. It's not like if, if you're paying attention, it's not like you're like holy fucking shit. Yeah, it's it's literally like it's it's a it's a case of in watching it, it's it's like it's gonna be one of two people. <laughs> you know, we're like. I assume it's going to be one of two people. And the trailer this. kind of paints one to maybe be the villain because he always plays kind of a slimy character anyway. So you kind of think, oh, maybe it's him. It, but yeah. And yeah. there was another character never shown in the marketing except they actually were. Dun, dun, dun. But yeah. I like, you know, I, I liked it. But it, it as long as it's a better twist than the fucking Frozen bullshit they tried to pull. It's like, yeah. oh, he's actually the bar. You know what's crazy? Carrie, Carrie called that when we saw that for the first time. She was like, <laughs> I, found, I was just like, I forgot about him. Like, fucking, like, a, a second yeah. after he was gone. I thought he was just going to be like a fucking joke. See, I yeah. never see twist villains coming usually because I'm usually not thinking about the movie much while I'm watching it. I'm usually just, like, letting it happen. So if, like, I thought about it, maybe. But if even if the twist villain's really obvious, sometimes I just won't notice, honestly. So... I'm stupid, basically. <laughs> See, my thing is that, like, if it's, um, you know how people say, if, if the movie is dumb, turn off your brain? Mm-hmm. I have the opposite. Like, if like if, if the movie's dumb and, and it loses my focus, then my brain will mm-hmm. turn into being like, you know, oh, like, I can see this coming. If a movie has my attention, mm-hmm. my brain will switch off. Mm-hmm. So if a, if a movie has me, yeah. Like, I, I, I will just be sucked into the story. I won't be thinking about, like, oh, this character's going to do this, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Um... So, and I, I like that. I, I much like, you know, I like it when a movie engrosses me so much that something that my wife figured out in four seconds <laughs> eluded me for like 90 minutes. I, I am, I am yeah. fine with that happening to me. I think the example I'd give, like if you sat Toy Story 3 in front of me right now, 
if I'd never seen it. Logically, the bear should be the bad guy because he runs the prison. Well, it's also the fact that they they kind of they, they, with the twist villain, yeah. they do the exact same thing from Toy Story Two. Also, it's yeah, like the exact same fucking I twist. Known, like, oh yeah, they do that again. Like, who else would be the bad guy mm. unless Sid comes back, which I was kind of hoping for, just for he, a dumb he, stupid. Well, thing. He is in Toy well, Story Three. He's, he's the trash he's, man. He's there, but he doesn't like come back to like antagonize. He just finds Woody. I've been I've been looking for you for ten years. Twist his head slowly. <laughs> I'm robbing a ward anyway. And then just jokes off in his head. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Right? <laughs> that's what last year's final fuck you to Pixar. <laughs> it's the ending of Toy Story 4. They're making a fourth one. I try to forget that sometimes. Why? But they're making a fourth one. Pixar becoming DreamWorks, man. It's, not, it's mm. nothing but sequels and like mediocre. Like, I, I never saw Good Dinosaur. Apparently very mediocre. I. That's the last Pixar movie I saw in theaters, if that means really? anything. Uh, it is a beautiful movie visually. visually? It is. There were moments I was watching the theater. West Virginia theaters, not great. Shitty screen. And even then, I was like, wow, that is like fucking impressive. But the movie is so boring. Well, wasn't that it's one? It's the most average picture. Wasn't that one where it was, it was like just plagued with rewrites and like they went through all kinds of bad behind the scenes shit that they went through? That originally had one of the original Pixar guys directing it, um, Bob Peterson, okay. voice of Doug from Up, you know, longtime Pixar guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> it was like halfway through they replaced him with the guy that inspired the look of the kid from Mark Russell right. so he started leading it and a bunch of rewrites and you could you could feel it sometimes like Ratatouille was apparently one of those things and that one turned Brad, out fantastic Brad Bird was brought on like no, not late but like a lot of work had been done and yeah, Brad that Bird was, essentially that was the guy who directed the chess short doing that Young Tinkerbell and then oh Jerry's Game yeah who shows up on Toy Story 2 yeah yeah then Everyone, uh, Brad Bird came in Almost everyone in, in the universe is it's soft introduction to ASMR when he's cleaning up Woody. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like that's an example of how that can still turn out fucking great. Same with Toy Story too. Yeah, they completely, yeah. completely, completely reworked that, you know, from the uh, directed video shit it was going to be. It's just sad to see a studio that can put out miracle stories like that. Just I would, you know, I thunder. I would I would class. I mean, um, I never saw I never saw Coco, or as as Stephen would call it, so so. Uh, Coco is the usual Pixar trope story. I found myself enjoying it quite a bit. It was I, I, we put it on on it was, it's because it's on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. Remember we, we put it on a while ago. We were like, and we after about twenty minutes we had to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really paying attention. Like, oh, is okay? He's oh dead. Okay, why not? Okay, sure, why not? That's fine. Yeah, I know a lot of people loved it, and that's fine. The um, I thought Incredibles two was was good. Mm-hmm. I would probably because of things like, um. Syndrome, I think, is, is a stronger, a stronger uh, villain. Villain, yeah. And they kind of, like, they kind of pull a SA two with um, Violet, and kind of just give her the same arc again. Oh, that's uh, kind of disappointing. Yeah, I mean, they literally pull like Violet's kind of like tails. It's just to say, like, I need to learn to be independent from Sonic, and this one is kind of like, I need to learn to do da 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 da. It's like, oh, okay, hmm. that's fine. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe what you would have done there is have Violet be responsible and have Dash get like too cocky, and then her Dash doesn't back really, in kind of thing. Dash doesn't really have an arc in this one. Like he's, he's he has some good moments in it. He's kind of there, but like he doesn't really grow as a character. Mm-hmm. Like, or to be fair, he didn't grow that much in the, in the first one. But yeah, like, there's not really much character. Although I got fucking the Jack Jack, fucking Jack Jack. Oh, it's so fucking good. You good. I in the first movie I was just like well, one of those like Jack Jack's a dumb name. Yeah. It's like calling someone Fred Fred. It's when, Fred. when you realise Jack of all trades, you're like, oh okay. Chris Chris. It's like Yeah, it's, but like also But like just call him Jack. Yeah. Why Jack Jack? I don't know. I don't get it. But uh, what, so in, in the first movies like he doesn't he doesn't do much, you know, most of his, his stuff is related to the D V D extra movie. He's just there to have a baby ha ha funny. I think he, I think he's there to have a last minute oh fuck moment where they get home and Syndrome has him. That too. Um, which you know what? If you go on look on the DVD and earlier versions of that script, that 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 opened the movie. Really? And originally, so did they would, do a flashback? No, like I guess in earlier versions of the movie, Syndrome was just like a one scene wonder. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they like opened no, up that like, and then like, here's what happened to get here. No, it's okay. just, it's like, I guess it was a different thing where like, you know, it opens with them coming home and you know, I, it hmm. might, it might have even been Violet as a baby or what have you, but like, yeah. it opened with like some version of Syndrome having the baby at the start and then they, 
Yeah. Moved on to other stuff. So I'd like to, like an earlier version of, of The Incredibles would have been cool. But in this, yeah. it's so funny, like watching this, there's so many moments watching Jack Tech on screen where I just saw my son. I'm like, mm. Ben does that. Not to fucking turn it into an alien mutant and the multiplying, but. <laughs> I was like the, the crying for a cookie. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking, that's fucking Ben. That's fucking, that's fucking Ben. Mm. Um, but I, I really like it the most. So I hope it won't. It sounds like Brad Bird. It almost sounds like I, I've been listening to, to some podcasts of people who know people who work at studios, and they're kind of like, it. It sounds like it's possible. Incredibles two was only made because Disney twisted his arm because Tomorrowland was such a failure. Yeah, I heard. That was maybe kind of the same thing for Finding Dory, maybe. Yes, because John Carter fucking yeah bombed, bombed incredibly. But Stephen likes it. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. you know, I think John Carter one of his movies where I, from my from reviews I've seen of it, people are like it's a fight, it's fine. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't read any reviews that said it was fucking horrible. It just bombed. Did, did you see Tomorrowland? No. Mm. Again, I thought see, I've heard some people say it's really good. It just didn't perform very well. My thing, my thing was just I, like I, I went to theaters with my friend. We watch every Pixar movie generally together in theaters. But that wasn't a Pixar movie. But it's from Pixar guys. So we're like, oh, we're here. Yeah, I think we watched uh, Jurassic World right before it. Maybe if those came out around the same time, possibly. I think we watched it like after that, and we were both just like, mm. there's no dinosaurs in this. Just no dinosaurs. It had cool ideas. That was like this right. is that thing of like you know we we made a movie series off of a theme park ride once before and milked it for stuff fucking a thousand movies. Yeah. Let's try another one. Yeah. But Brad Bird does good live action like that Mission Impossible did was good, right? You know, people it, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like that was. I mean, people like three because that was the one J.J. Abrams did. Because I think mm. from what I understand, I I have never seen a single Mission Impossible movie. From 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 what I understand, first one decent action movie, mm-hmm. second one fucking terrible. Third one, like it shows, oh, this franchise, this, this series could go on. Yeah. I think that was Abrams' first movie, and that like propelled him to like, mm. oh, fucking superstar director. That explains a lot. Then Brad Bird, like, if what I understand, everyone says that one's the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess the one that just came out, the sixth one, I, people like. I like, heard some people say that might actually be their new favorite. People said it was fucking crazy, which made me want to check that out. Super Mustache, which ruined Justice League. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, That's why it's so good. Because <laughs> it ruined Justice League. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think Brad Bird might have one of the most consistently strong filmographies because it's like Iron Giant, Credibles, Ratatouille, Ratatouille uh, Mission Impossible, uh, Ghost Protocol. I think is the one. Yeah, that's it. Tomorrowland, which I think critically did pretty good. Commercially, I guess a, a failure slash bomb. Um, but again, I haven't looked at stuff. I think Chris is looking, looking at it now. I'll look from, at from what I understand, yeah. Tomorrowland was pretty good. Incredibles two, like Pixar's highest grossing movie ever. That's right. Yeah, I did uh, see that. Critically, I, I I don't think Incredibles two was um did quite as good as Incredibles one, but it still got really good reviews. So you know, aside from from one one minor, mm. what's it saying there? Not that I think Rotten Tomatoes is like mm-hmm. the way to go, but forty nine percent. Which, which you know, I, I honestly, when it comes to things like reviews, like say with video games and movies, I, I am honestly of the opinion that five is average. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. know, I know, I know with games, people that think it's seven, mm-hmm. but I'm like, no, that's not how that's not how equations work. <laughs> I was talking with Golden Bolt yesterday about Spider Man, and he's like, yeah, the reviews came out were kind of middling, and I'm like, well, for Spider Man PS4, yeah, I'm like eight point eight. Midway? That's too, like fucking too much work playing. Yeah, Wait, he, that's like way up there. Please tell me Golden Ball. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. You know, awesome guy. But please tell me he's not one of those people who think that anything under nine is a, is a bad score. I worry a little bit after that. Oh I, I might need to message him. But I was like, I didn't say anything while we were we were doing a podcast. And I was like, what? 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 <laughs> oh. 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 I want to ask you an hour. I'm going to ask you one thing before we end this. Okay. You mentioned how we see um, Benji and Jack-Jack. Yeah. And I hear a lot of things when people, when they have a kid, they view media that have feature kids differently. Mm-hmm. And like even more basic things just send them into tears and stuff because like they see their son in it. Yeah. Have you noticed anything like that? Where like before when you watched something, yeah, you were no, like... completely. There, there's, it had that effect I, on you? I, I, have, I haven't gone full Spielberg. Like Spielberg did. But no, there's, I, I, I can think of one literal example 
So I'm a big fan of the show House. Fucking loved it. Mm -hmm. um, the Hugh Laurie Doctor show. Yeah. So before Ben, before Ben was born, the, the host, I'd seen all the episodes, knew the episode, blah blah blah. And he was born. I, I heard they were taking him off Netflix. Oh fuck! I have a month. I'll get as many as I can. Mm -hmm. The episode where it starts with, um, and I, I, I knew it's going in, but I, I never remember names to it. But yeah. like, from the teaser, I could always go, oh, this is the, this episode. One of the teasers has um, this guy who's sick. Like, okay, okay, I, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to work. And he goes down. He goes down. Walks the stairs. And his wife is at home with the baby. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the baby a bath, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the guy's walking down the stairs, and he starts coughing, and he starts puking. Mm -hmm. Now, house like cold openings, typically it's just like we focus on a character, we have no idea who they are, mm -hmm. and then they're, they're going by by their day, and then they fall down, or like like blood comes out of their face, they get sick, and they're like, "Holy shit, call a doctor!" Yeah. Occasionally, they'll throw a curveball, but someone will. will Show symptoms of, of a bad, bad thing, but they aren't in focus. So mm -hmm. this guy's walking down, down the stairs, like pukes, like falls up on the stairs, like almost falls down. Uh -huh. Oh, this guy's going to be sick. Because to him, going back in, he's like, oh, you know what? I, I've called off sick today. I'm going to go to bed, you know. Goes into the bathroom. Like the wife, I think, is like like shaking on, on like the floor. And the baby's just in the bath. Like, like, like the bath is, is done. Baby is like oh, sunken okay. in the bath, like not moving. And the guy's mm. like, holy oh, fuck. And spoiler alert for that episode, I knew going in, that baby don't make it. Mm. At this point, Benji was not that old. Uh -huh. So I was just like, skip. You had some Benji scares earlier on too, didn't you? Yeah, my, yeah. Oh yeah my, my son is, you know, not, nothing, you know, but like, like you probably know, around that time though, it was kind of, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a daycare baby, mm -hmm. which, you know, uh, kids who go to daycare tend to get, pick up a lot of stuff. We yeah. Had yeah. One scare where we thought he ate the battery. That wasn't a fun evening. Um, and so <laughs> it's just a thing. It was like, it's, that's the only time where I've been like, I can't, I don't want to watch this because I know it'll, it'll affect mm -hmm. me in certain things like um, not not so much not so much just babies but just I I react more to like uh, like parental relationships mm -hmm. if there's stuff with like about like a father or like a son or just like family in general mm -hmm. I find that hits me more it doesn't make me like things in, anymore but I I can. Not not to a TJ level, but I but but I I, I tear up at movies like before as a yeah. kid, like I would cry at things. Like I I used to think I, I cried at things more than like anyone I knew. Until no, until I met Jonathan, and, mm. and then I thought he did that until I met TJ. <laughs> um, but like I found myself tearing up a bit more at things like that. But um, I was really curious about that because I've seen that. I don't know if there's a name for that, but I've seen that phenomenon here and there over the years. And I always thought, like, maybe there is some emotional people, and I don't know. But it, it's always when they have a kid, that stuff always hits them harder. And I'm like, I wonder if there's something there. And I know you, you don't just cry at schlock. You're kind of more of a critical guy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want to check with you about that <laughs> and see if that's happened to you. Because if it's happened to you, it might happen to me. A lot of times it's, um, are you trying to say you're, you're, you're expected? Are you, you uh, going to be a daddy, Chris? I have an eight-year-old kid in my basement right now, actually. <laughs> I haven't felt anything, so I just want to make sure if it wasn't just me. No, um, I actually don't. I have a plan for a kid, but if it ever happens, mm, I'm curious how that. It's also a, a thing where um, I, I typically, if, I, if I'm watching something, it's late at night and I'm in bed, and mm. so I'm tired. Mm. I, I, You're so in a good state to just I let think, a few out. 